What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Disconnected Gamers Podcast, where we <laughs> where we reconnect with life and gaming. I am one of your hosts, Andrew, also known as Jay Bond. With me, as always, except for that one time, but your boy. <laughs> except for that, like four times, but. Yeah, four times, but we and any and like every almost every I would say most interviews. I'm not gonna say every, but most of them. I was here for a few. You were here for a bunch. Yeah, that's true. And also, last but not least, to the J. C to the J. We could work with. We can shop that. We can shop that. Team. Aka Team Mike and Ike. Team Mike and Ike. Fuck you, fucking Team Mike and Ike. (laughs) Hey. Hey, because you're not part of the team. It's true. I'm just jealous. Uh, it is Monday, July sixth. All day. Uh, weather is nice. Weather is nice. Uh, episode one hundred and four. Uh, we're pretty much just going to talk about the Last of Us two. Spoilers included. So if you Heavy haven't spoilers. Heavy. Yeah, like if you like, we're going to talk about the aliens that land in chapter four. <laughs> Uh, yeah the the after game credits um it's like a marvel movie so if you haven't finished the game and you don't care to be spoiled listen through if you don't want to be spoiled i definitely suggest waiting until after uh you've finished the game play the game it's good right now it's good it really is and, 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 you know, obviously we're doing this podcast, you know, after the game's been out for, what, two weeks? Uh, and, and you know, a ton of people have, have already beat it and voiced their concerns. There's a lot to unpack. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I liked the fucking game. It was good. It. it had a good Thanks, story. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. If you if you didn't like some of the characters, which we'll get into, like, that's fine. But I but I, I want to start with this. I don't care for you. I in fact want you to delete your existence if you think that it is even remotely okay to threaten a voice actor of a character in a video and her game. Child. And, and her child. child. Laura totally. Bailey. Yeah. Is a phenomenal human being. I got to meet her in 2014 at Sucker Punch because she was doing the voice of one of the characters in Second Abigail. Son. Yeah. So like, there's a there's a joke in there that we'll get to in a second. Nice. Um, like I, I, the fact that and then and Neil Druckmann, he posted some of the stuff that people have sent to him. It's unacceptable. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, there, yeah. it's horrific reading it that someone thinks they can say that to anyone specifically about a video game. A video game. It's something that doesn't yeah. even affect your life. Like, come like, right. Bunch of babies. So, I-, I want to make sure that I am as crystal clear. If you think that's okay, just, like throw yourself in traffic yeah because it's not a, it's just not okay and of not course cool. i'm like i'm i just i can't i can't like re, i you know laura bailey posted the like dms that people have sent her 
over the fact that she voiced a character in the game. That doesn't mean she caused anything to happen to you. I'm, I'm, I want that there's nothing about these things equate. And Neil Druckmann wrote the game, did a lot of work on the game, obviously, like VP and Naughty Dog, like Last of Us 1, Last of Us 2, like, it's still not okay. Still, still not okay to say that. You didn't like the game. You didn't like the way it went. That's... That, yeah. That's where it should stop. Yeah, yeah, that's where it stops. As I've said a thousand times, yeah. and we'll probably have to say a thousand more times, it's okay to not like stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I I don't like a lot of shit, but like, yeah. So, I'm I'm appealing to to anyone listening. If you don't like something, that does not mean you can threaten who you deem responsible in any form. Like, just stop. Just just. If you think you're going to send a tweet like that at somebody in the video game community or anywhere, just don't. Just don't. And maybe that re very 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 heavily reevaluate the way you process things. Just want to make sure I got that out clear. So love and. Laura Bailey, love Neil Druckmann, love all the people that worked on these games and other games. Even the games I didn't like. Just be a decent human being. So on the flip side of horrible tweets to Laura Bailey, okay. there was a positive tweet that was rather comedic that uh, somebody sent to her that said, so you started out this console generation as Abigail from Seattle and are now concluding it as Abby from Seattle. That's actually kind of hilarious. She responded like, oh my God, how did I not notice this? Oh, That's wild. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't. I didn't see that. Um, but that's that's like really interesting too. Cause that was like PS4 was pretty new. Mm-hmm. Infamous was one of the one of the early games. Um, Which got a lot of hate that I thought was fairly undeserved. I enjoyed the. Yeah, game I enjoyed it. That was Son. a fun game. I only ever played. I didn't play much of Second Son. I played the um, that DLC. First light. first light. I thought it was. I thought first it was light. great, and I loved the first Infamous. But God, just people need to cool it. Um, cool you jets. So uh, that said, I have. I finished the game. Uh, it took me thirty-three hours and thirty-six minutes. I had two hundred collectibles. I played on moderate difficulty, which I guess is just normal. Um, normal yeah. I also played I think on that moderate. Was, it took I think that was in the middle of the road. 20, I want to say 25, 24. I was like, it was some, some odd, 20 some odd hours and 56 minutes. It was like right on the cusp of being an extra the same. hour. And uh, I don't remember how many collectibles I had, but I looked thoroughly for things and did not find everything, obviously. Still a lot yeah, of I mean, that's. I'm look. I'm looking at my load file, so that's why I knew exactly how many, because it says 200. Mm-hmm. Um, I I will say this: as far as trophies went, I found every weapon, found all the workbenches, all the safes. I did not get all the quarters and all the trading cards, but I feel like I'm only missing a few. Like there's just uh, I no missed way. a couple of things there. I found all the workbenches and all the weapons. Yep. I didn't. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I did not find all the workbenches. I think I missed one or two. Damn. I found uh, all the weapons and I got all the safes on the first go without any help. I did not find like the special ring or whatever. 
Oh, the ring was uh, the Sick Parvis Magna ring. Yeah. Mm, okay. So in the um, in Seattle, in the like basically open world part where you're going through downtown, which mm-hmm. is really cool by the way, having been to Seattle a bunch of times for PAX West, like it's just neat. Um, in the bank, it's uh, the Sick Parvis Magna ring is in one of the safety deposit boxes. Safety deposit. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. I looked around yeah. the bank. I did not find it. That's that's on me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, where the dude blows his brains out because he realizes mm-hmm. he got bit. Mm-hmm. Um. So, all right. So, and um, spoiler alert: Joel dies. Sorry, everybody. We're already past the spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Like, if you're still listening at this point and you didn't want spoilers, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So Joel Please. gets killed. Uh, like within like what, like the first two hours? Yeah. Pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty quick. Um, he gets killed by Abby. Um, if you needed an explanation as to why people seem to be upset with Laura Bailey for voicing a character. Um, that would be why. Because I, they don't yeah. understand, you know, like, rational human emotional processing. Yeah, they, these are the same people who really hate that kid on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't yeah. know much about that. Joffrey or whatever. Whatever, yeah, 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 whatever his name is, the kid. Yeah, because yeah. He, his character is, like, a dick. But, like, good that's dick, yeah. that's because he's good at being the character. But, like, you... You realize, like he, when like they hit, say cut, like that's it. This, he's just a, he's just that's a person. not him anymore. Yeah, that he's, he's just, just a person like yeah. you and me. Um, yeah. yeah, like I, they, these are the same people. I want to be like, you know, that like she doesn't actually have dragons in real life that like follow her around everywhere, right? Like when they cut the scene, like oh, this is not real life. Um, You're people breaking have a everyone's hard immersion, time. Andrew. People <laughs> have a hard time finding a grounding in reality. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so Joel gets killed. Uh, Ellie finds, like, basically witnesses him getting killed. And you don't really know why she kills him, but you figure it out later. At first, yeah. It takes a while. I kind of had my suspicions. um, Yeah. But, you know, we'll we'll just really compact this and then we'll unpack it. Um, Abby kills Joel because Joel killed her dad. So the doctor you stab in the throat at the end of the first game, spoiler if you haven't played that one, which that's, that's on you. That's not even on Shame me. on you. Um, Shame on Yeah, it's her dad. And he was apparently the only, you know, virologist that existed. Um, so, you know, basically any chance of finding a vaccine didn't exist. Uh, in the midst of playing the game, you start as Ellie, and you play, uh, yeah, I would say, the majority of the first half of the game, even then some, as Ellie. Uh, you discover a number of things. You discover that, you know, Joel lied, which, like, Joel lied to you. We, we knew that. Well, you knew that from the yeah, first well, yeah, we yeah. Knew, yeah, we knew that. But, yeah. but Ellie we, did not. You know, Ellie did not. Um, so Ellie finds out that you lied about there being, you know, multiple people and, you know, there being another shot of, you know, maybe making a virus or not. Well, an important distinction here is that she knew two years prior to Joel's death. (coughs) When you're finding out with her what happened, when you get the flashback to the hospital about when she discovered what happened was two years prior to the start of Last of Us 2. So she that knew the whole time. She knew before Joel she died. Yes. Yeah, which is... And I actually... I really liked that. There were, there were some times where I was like, oh my god, not another flashback. Um, but I, I did appreciate that 
rather than having like a cutscene be like, oh, well, you know, I found out about that two years ago, right? Like you actually play through it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was it was nice to go through the old familiar things, right? Like anybody who played the first game probably picked up on the fact that like when you were walking through the hospital as young Ellie, younger Ellie, I suppose, you're like, ah, this hospital looks pretty familiar. And then, oh yeah, I recognize it right away. Like as soon yeah. as that scene happened, I was like, oh shit, she went back. Yeah. Yep. And then conversely, when you play as Abby, you go through that scene like three or four times mm-hmm. because she kind of has different, like basically, yeah. yeah, she has like different perspectives and kind of like nightmares about it. Um, and and you know what they what they did a great job of is they made everybody human, right? Human, yeah. Everybody that you encountered, regardless of what faction they belonged to or like what their goal was, everybody had a very distinct and understandable human element. A lot of people, I mean, I say a lot of people, I feel like the majority of the vocal, you know, nuisance, as I like to call it on social media, was that people were really mad because Joel died and Abby seems like a a decent character after playing the game. I don't really think that that's not true. I don't think it's a bad thing. But people seem to be (coughs) just... People seem very divided on it in a way that, like, they can't accept the reality that, like, maybe... Maybe... There's another way to look at this. So, this is a conversation I've had several times with a couple of different people since completing the game. Yeah, as just like the idea that in in the Last of Us universe and specifically in Last of Us Two, everyone sucks. There is no good guy. Like just because right. Joel and Ellie were the people <laughs> no, that yeah. you followed for the first game, they're right. not heroes. Joel's not a no. hero. Not at yeah. all. Uh, Malik, so, Fort- Malik Forte described um, he described him as an anti-villain in his review of The Last of Us. Like basically like seven years ago right he's an anti-villain he's like a good he's he's not a good guy disguised as a good guy solely because like he's the character you play with right Mm -hmm. like you could look at the master chief and be like well he's kind of a good guy but like he's not at the same time i mean he's just killing everybody that's a different story i mean is it though fighting for the military it is because this is just like That's you, you. Not everyone is humanized in this context of Halo. Like, right. I suppose that's fair. That's that's much different. But in this, Master it's like everybody. Everybody's just fighting to survive, which they touch on a little yeah. bit in the first game with David mm. and his crew. Right. But they're yep. very demonized Sans because being cannibals. Because David is cannibals. yes, they're cannibals, and David is a child molester. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But especially in the second half of the game when you start to play as Abby and you start to meet the rest of the wolves and see how normal their civilization is, you start to realize that everybody's just a person with a story and everyone's had shitty things done to them, everyone's done shitty things, and everyone has a reason for everything they've done. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. There is no black and white in Last of Us. Everything's very gray. Yes, exactly. I mean, I'm I'm a... I'm a hundred percent with you. Into e- but yeah. even to that point, right? Like as you play through Abby's section and even Ellie's, right? And you find there's like all those letters that you find are like taped to walls and in drawers mm-hmm. and whatever. You get so much 
of like what people were going through and what people were thinking and and like oh, you yeah. know some people's like unfortunate demises because they were like I got bit if you find you know my wife I was trying to get her like this medicine from the hospital you know whatever right. but you you also get to see the breakdown from like when the initial outbreak happened right like we get a lot more information mm-hmm. not a not a ton but a lot and I think we see that the QZs, the quarantine zones, right, where Ellie was at the beginning of the first well, game, was, yeah. you know, we, we start to realize that, like, those didn't, they weren't great, right? They didn't it was, work for the it most was, part. Boston yeah. was an oddity. Yeah, like, yeah. it was martial law. It was run by whatever was left of the military. And, you know, I mean, I, I like to think that, in, at least in the first game, there was some form of communication happening between QZs to some extent. But I feel like, it, you know, in Last of Us 2, right, there's, like, no communication really happening but, excuse me, between, you know, other parts of the country, right? Like, it seems like right. the communication breakdown has, has occurred, right? There's no... I would, I would argue that it had happened already in Last of Us 1. Um, and the reason for that is because in Pittsburgh when you get to that QZ and Ellie's like, whoa, I've never seen a QZ look like this. And Joel says, this is what most of them look like. Mm. All right. So he's talking about like Boston is, is like almost, almost a one-off in the fact that it's still running. Like because at this point, a lot of them have just been uh, like uprisings, like WLF, in Seattle right. and even in in in, like the fireflies. in Pittsburgh you had just hunters who just rose up against the the militia because they weren't getting their rations so they just fought back. Right. Right. And well and you even see that in Tilu too. You <laughs> see a lot of the notes talk about, you know, oh, I think I'm going to go join them like they, you know, right. they have food and they have all this. And what's it what's interesting is if you if you find enough of them, you basically you kind of see the cyclical pattern of likely what's going on in that type of world, right? The military came in, they tried to do martial law and control everything, and they rationed as best as they could, but even they aren't perfect. And, you know, when rationing got tough or they weren't getting food or random factions were coming to attack them, they're like, we don't know what to do. And there's there's one part of Seattle where I was, like, reading where they basically said, like, people we took in, zero. People we dispatched, you know, and the number w- and and it went from they were taking people in to all of a sudden they were killing more people, and I and I, you know, you would read that and be like, oh man, like it looks like the QZ was horrible, you know. I'm glad that the WLF came in and like, turn you know uprose and turned it up uprose, upside down. Yeah. But then you read that the WLF has similar problems too, mm-hmm. um, to some extent as they were starting out. Who knows specifically where they end up, you know later on but you know they had the they have the uh the football stadium they had like all that they basically built a small ecosystem in seattle um mm-hmm. which again and... i mean all that all that to say back to the original point of everybody sucks well yeah. it's not that they sucked but they they're everybody's doing the best they can right right like, really like everybody's doing the best they can protecting whatever they have right so you know yeah you look at joel and ellie and you know Joel was a smuggler, right? He was a smuggler. He definitely had admitted that he'd done some things, him and his brother. Um, And, you know, and yeah, I guess there's some form of a redemption arc in the the idea of Tilu 1 in which 
he goes from basically it's just a job to get you know ellie to the fireflies to he builds this bond with her you know he he becomes basically surrogate dad slash she becomes surrogate daughter and you do you connect with the characters whatever you get to the end of the game and he decides whoa 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 i'm not okay with this there has to be another way yeah and and really there right there isn't unless he unless he unless he gives ellie up right and even then you know, we have no idea if there's actually a, a vaccine or if it works or whatever, but Joel would lose the... Joel doesn't want to lose his daughter again, right? He loses his daughter, Sarah, at the beginning of Tilu 1. He does not want to lose Ellie because he's probably feeling the exact same, I'm assuming, trauma that trauma, he felt yeah. at the beginning of this whole thing. And he's managed to go, you know, 20 years into post-outbreak. Um so I, you know, I, I understand the attachment. I understand why people look at him as a hero. But like, really, if the choice was like save this girl or maybe save humanity, like, yeah, he didn't make the greater good choice. He made the this is for me choice. Um, and he talks about that towards the end of the game when you see that cutscene, when basically oh, she, the flashback. yeah, mm-hmm. it's a you know. So at the end of the game, there's a flashback with him so, and Ellie talking. Yeah, to like the day before. Yeah, to like basically, yeah, within day days. Of, days. Um, and, you know, her basically being angry with him because, you know, her life was supposed to mean something. And it to her, her life didn't mean anything because Joel took that from her when he saved her right. life from the hospital. It's it's deep. That's some complex shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know they talk and it's a it's a really good scene and i encourage you to like really like pay attention when you get to the end of the game and watch it or like watch it on youtube again um you know because you like and um troy baker does a fantastic job with the voice act acting because you can hear it in joel's voice right like you can hear he's like he feels like some somewhat ashamed because he stepped up to protect ellie um from one of the other settlers in the um, the oh uh, the dance incident yeah or whatever, during the, the dance party. right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Seth. Seth yeah yeah this is for some reason why you should never trust anybody named Seth um, <laughs> name one good Seth Seth MacFarlane God damn it I was thinking Seth Green <laughs> what does that what does that say about us um, right. they're both in both in Family Guy um, <laughs> you know. So, you you know, jo- but Joel was doing what he's always done, right? He's always protected Ellie, you know? Um, right. You also, like, you also weirdly uh, in the game, you know, when, El- like, him and Ellie go into a place and he's like, up, oh, spores, better put your mask on, right? And I'm sitting there being like, like wait, what? Yeah, well, because I'm, I'm sitting there being like, wait, is she no longer immune? Like, and then you find out that the only people who know that she's immune is Tommy, Maria, his Tommy, wife, who right. runs the settlement. Yeah. And Joel. Joel. That's it. Yeah. Nobody else well, knows. Uh, for the time being. For the time being, yes. Obviously, yeah, uh, Dina, you know, Dina finds out when she Ellie's mask out. breaks. Which, of course, she's like, oh my god, we can share masks. And I'm sitting there being like, are you insane? No, you <laughs> no, Like, you are you can't. actually insane? You both die. Like, yeah. Not to mention um, that at that point, it's it's already too late. Like, if Ellie was not immune, by the time they notice her mask was broken, it's too late. Yeah, yeah. it was too late. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
Um, I think it's really cool, though, that uh, when you fight... Um, oh, God, I can't think of her name. When you're chasing her through the hospital and you drop oh, down Nora. into... Nora. Yeah, Nora. Yeah, yeah. Nora. Um, that scene he... was dark. Yes, it was. Holy yeah. crap. Both yep. literally and... <laughs> um but it but it shows like it it shows right how human they all were right ellie watched abby basically torture and kill joel and she wanted information out of nora um and so like when you get like i honestly sat there and waited because i'm like do i have to go past oh do you have to go yeah yeah, right you have to do it yeah because yeah because basically what happens is is you sneak into the hospital where they're at you find nora you're trying to get information on abby um and you end up chasing nora to a dead end where you can drop into the floor where there's definitely you know infected and or you, you can die i guess so, of course, Ellie's just like, whatever, I got this. And they fall in. But Nora starts immediately coughing, right? And yeah, Ellie's yeah. just like, The second no she th- takes a breath. Yeah, and it's like, and Ellie's just like, ain't no thing. Like, it's, <laughs> it was like, the, it was kind of like the coolest reveal um, in a weird way. No, when she realized who Cause, she was. Yeah, because Nora doesn't figure it out until the end when you chase her through this whole thing. By the way, that whole area is awesome. I don't know if you guys did the same thing I did. I'm just going to step away for a minute. Um, whenever you were... There's a scene where you're in the tunnels, the subway tunnels, and that scene in the hospital basement where, like, the dudes are looking for you with flashlights. Dude, every single time I was like, oh, there's clickers in here. Let me just throw a glass bottle. So that, oh, I, yeah. usually, the, I usually did a Molotov because the, yeah. the Molotov will always bring the infected to the fire. Yeah. So they well, will set themselves on fire and then attack the other people. And yeah. It's just glorious. Oh, it's so good. Like the, or the grabbing the, someone and throwing them into a clicker. Yeah, yeah. And the the AI is phenomenal because like literally all I did was like throw a couple Molotovs and set the clickers running around in the subway part, and they were all like, "Oh my god, there's a, they're they're chasing us!" And like all you just <laughs> see in like listen mode is they're just like running Water in circles. Um, yeah. And then like and eventually they like stop and try and shoot at them. And if if you're lucky, they yeah. take one or two out. And if they don't, you just get to watch them die and you save bullets. Um, but I like I do appreciate so much that the, those moments existed because it was kind of it was a little weirdly righteous and satisfying to be like haha you came after me and you got what was coming to you should have left me alone to move back on track so you chase through the infected spory part of the hospital basement you find nora and she's stuck and she's already at that point like you can see like her vein her veins are very prominent like you can see which is interesting immediately i feel like the transition to to like infected did not happen that quickly um, well, you have to remember. Well, she it depends. Was, but she, she also she would have been breathing in spores words. like crazy. Yeah, yeah she was yeah, breathing in spores. You talk yeah. about in the first that's game. Tess mentions that everybody who's bitten turns within a few hours. True. Right. So you can imagine if you're just sitting there inhaling spores, it's inhaling probably a lot it. Yeah, faster. but you're yeah, mm-hmm. the infection is going to go much faster. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just. Anyways, so she's starting to turn, and you're like, "Yo, where's Abby?" And she's just like, I can make it quick, or I can make it painful. Um, 
but so anyway, so the screen gets real dark, and Ellie's face gets super, super aggressive, and you just have like the the square prompt to like yeah. hit to hit uh, Nora. I didn't know that you couldn't, you can't skip it, right? You gotta do it. And I, so I would just like hit it once, and I just like waited like a full like two minutes, and I was like, nope, I guess we just gotta, we just gotta go. Um, which was kind of heavy. It super was. heavy and at that moment i honestly uh i started to kind of like emotionally pull away from ellie and i was like i don't i'm not like i'm not with you on this i slowly anymore. yeah like i slowly started to i don't i was still with ellie i mean even at the end of the game right i'm still with ellie but i but i totally oh, understand I, from both perspectives I hate right? ellie at the end of the game really yeah. i didn't hate her but i think she got just about what she deserved. She got what she deserved, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, to some extent, yes, right? So I think for me, you know, I think I'm still Team Ellie because I knew Ellie first, right? But I understand exactly where Abby's coming from. Abby's you killed her dad. You destroyed the Fireflies, which was the only thing, the only two things she had to live for, right? In Ellie's case, you killed Joel, the only thing she probably felt attached to the only person right, with the exception of Maria and Tommy that truly know who she had. is and, and everything she's been through. Right. Cause even, even during parts of the game, um, when you're talking with Dina and like Jesse and you're like talking about like how many infected you've killed on like patrols and stuff like they have no idea what Ellie's been through. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. so, and so there's this part of Ellie has to hide herself because it's probably uh-huh, it's my first time, which kind of, you know, maybe is why when Joel says, you know, why don't you just get it over with? Like he he knows that something's coming for him one day. Right. Um, right. Right before he dies. Like he probably knows, like, I have crossed so many people I have coming. done. But even then, Ellie protects him. Right. Like when people say, like, yeah. oh, you know, why did they why did they do this? Um, to Joel, and she was like, "Well, you know, he crossed a lot of people, and you know, I think it was a bad, a bad deal that went bad, or something, the right?" Bad deal that went down. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, she she still is attached to him despite hating him for what he did at the end of the first game, and so, right. you know, it's tough, right? Like, so my attachment is to Ellie and Joel because I bonded with those characters for the ride, right? It doesn't mean I I think that Joel is a hero. I think in in the predicament he found himself in, he did what he had to do, and he became attached to somebody, and he didn't want to lose them, and so he protected them. And then Abby, her job was to protect her dad because he was a virologist and a doctor, and that's an important thing to have in a you know post-pandemic situation. And Joel kills him. And then basically forces the Fireflies to disband because when they realize they have no virologist and no more you know miracle girl... What's the point? Yeah, and no hope. leader. Yeah. Hope. Um, um, so for me though, if I if I had if I had to pick a side, I would pick Team Abby. And really? the reason for that is because so if you want to put the moral of the story into a quick little nutshell, it's that revenge is a path down which you will go and never reach the end that you expect to go to. 
it will always change you and it will always lead you somewhere unexpected. That's fair. So because you you can kind of see it on Abby's face. With that in mind, Abby and Ellie both are faced with the exact same problem, and one of them chooses family and the other one does not. Exactly. Yep. So in the fight with Ellie, when you're when you're Abby in the theater and you're fighting with Ellie, and yes. you and Abby grabs Dina and yes. is uh, going to kill her, and Ellie yes. says, "Wait, she's pregnant," and she says, "Good, good, yeah." And Lev yeah. calls out to her, and it clicks in Abby that this is my family. Lev is my family, and I choose him over any of this. And, and right, she yeah. she drops it. And Ellie and she says, "Never see you know, never, never let me, I hope you ever, never, never yeah, let me never see your face again, or whatever it is." And Ellie is faced with the same thing when she goes to leave that the farm, and Dina says, "If you go, we're not going to be here when you get back. It's it's this or us." Uh, right. She yeah. chooses the revenge over her family. Right. Which I'll also go ahead and say, I don't. No, I wish I could understand more from Tommy's perspective, the motivation to show up and be like, I think she's here. It's a good lead, right? Because well, he, he, he even says, he even says, I can't her. go. Yeah, that's true. He did say that she promised and she probably yeah, did she, promise at the beginning of the game. She promised him, hey, I'm, I'm going to end You it. know, uh, but I think, I think you're absolutely right. So... Because I remember uh, I finished the game and God, I like I needed a minute, I needed a few yeah, after I finishing still the game. Touched it. Um, because my my whole thing was at the end of the game, right? Because you that have that first fight with Abby and Ellie, where you're playing as Abby fighting Ellie, which in and of itself is like was problematic for me because I'm like I, I don't want to fight Ellie. She's the character that I currently align with but like this is the game i have to do this but i'm like please tell me that i'm not going to kill ellie in this moment because that would be a horrific way to end this part of the game and this you know this journey we've been on um and you don't and then you play through the game and then you end up as ellie at the end of the game and you go find abby you track her down and even when you find her she's like i don't want to fight you i don't want to do this and so what she does is she puts her knife to Lev's throat and says, like, you fight me or I kill him. And then they fight and they go through the whole thing. And but but it's you're you're right, CJ. Abby doesn't. She has she's she's done. She has walked away from this. And I think it's I think part of that is because when you. When you see her face change after she's killed Joel, she doesn't, it doesn't, I did not get the impression that she felt relief. No. And that's, I mean, no. I think that's no. the whole no. point. Right. Is that, re- that revenge never solves anything. And this is not the first game to touch on that trope. That sure. That's a trope that exists in it. And it, it, it always ends that way. It's revenge doesn't, doesn't solve everything. Right. And it, it never gives you what you want. And it, it changes you. Sure. Um, and I think that that change reflected for the better in Abby, and I think it reflected for the worse in Ellie. Worse than Ellie. Yeah. Yep. I'll go along with that. I'm still Team Ellie. That said, um, at the so at the end of the game, right? You go. You uh, 
Abby bites off two of your fingers, which is fun. Um, Brutal. And, you know, so uh, during the fight, Ellie just stops, right? And she's like, just go. Just go. Gives, yeah, she just finally, go, right? She, I, she has that up. moment where I think she realizes because she has the, like, flashback to Joel. This... And she just says, just get out of here. Just go, right? And so Abby and Lev leave. Other thing to note, the dudes you freed said that Abby got bit. Did they? So who, yeah, Did they? they said she that. got. Yeah, they said she got bit. She's probably already dead. But yet you still go. That said, I don't think she got bit. Maybe she did. But, I don't remember them saying that. But I don't remember them saying yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, they said it. Did. Yeah, they said it. Because I was like, that's interesting. Through. She because they said she tried huh. to escape and she got bit. Um. Huh. Um. But in any case, so that's it. Well, so they leave. That's definitely impossible because she was definitely strung up on those posts for more than a couple of days. More than a couple of days, yeah. Because it was either like, way, she would have turned already. So you would they, were, three months? they must. They must have just. By been the time wrong. they got there. Yeah, I mean, or maybe and I heard was, it wrong. No, they were. I... They were talking about. They were talking about Ellie. They saw her arms. Like, oh, she got bit. No, I think they were. Yeah, talking they were talking about, about Ellie. Ellie. No, no, no. They Ellie were did Ellie. get bit. Because they saw her arm, and they were like, "Oh, she's bit. We got to shoot no, her." And the guy's like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, they, you... yeah, no, they. Yeah, no, no, no. That's how I remember it. They were talking about Ellie because they were going to shoot her. No, they said she's probably they were already Ellie. Dead. No, they. But they said Abby's probably already dead. Yeah, they said yeah, Abby's they probably already up. dead. I don't think they were saying. But they never she said she was, was bit. They said Ellie got bit. One of the ladies in the back was like, "Oh, she's bit." talking to ellie but the maybe. guy stops her from shooting her maybe that's what maybe. you're thinking maybe yeah they never I'll said still watch that again me. i thought they yeah. said she because even because either way i was no. like she definitely if she yeah. did she, i'm like what is she also immune um because there's should be a real ellie, twist ellie definitely got bit again either so anyways either way um what i was what i'm what i'm more getting at is and it's kind of to, to further i guess your point cj is that what it was a, it was a, um, they call it a Firic victory, where like the cost of the battle is not worth the victory. Um, mm -hmm. In my opinion, that's what Ellie faced, right? She had a Firic victory. She won because she did basically have Abby dead to rights in that second fight, but it wasn't worth everything that she spent to get there, right? Because, uh, you know. They could have just gone and saved Tommy and left, but they didn't. And now Tommy's shot in the face um, yeah. and has a limp. Yeah. And she bad. loses Dina, but she lost two of her fingers, right? And that doesn't seem like a big deal, except when you get back to the house and the house is empty except for Ellie's room and the guitar is there. And she goes mm -hmm. to play the guitar and she can't, right? Because two of her fingers are missing. She can't play the strings. And she's trying to play, or at least I believe that the chords that it maps you out is the song that Joel played at the beginning of the game, right? Yep. So she she doesn't get Joel back. She's lost Dina and JJ. And she can't play the one song that she's played a couple times in the game that connects her directly to Joel. And to me, I was like, that is probably a heavier loss than she's than she probably realized at the time until she picked up the guitar. Right? Mm -hmm. Joel taught her how to play guitar. 
you could have still had that. You could have still had Dina. You could have still had JJ and Tommy and gone back to, you know, the settlement and, and, and lived out your life knowing that, like, you know, Abby doesn't want anything to do with you and, and it's over to, yeah. to the extent that that chapter can be closed. I think that there was a really powerful story. Every, I agree. Everything oh, yeah. that was meant to be said was said very well and with an exclamation point. And I think that a lot of the issues that people have with the game are what they, their own feelings that they projected on the characters and on what they wanted out of it and has little to do with the content of the actual story and more that they didn't get what they were hoping for. Sure. Because I think if you look at it objectively from a, like a, a story standpoint, like a, 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 a thing that was written, it's really good. Yeah. It is. Yeah, if it was a book, I would have read it and enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That said, that said, there were plenty of times where I feel like the game absolutely could have ended. Oh, yeah. It, it, it like, did yeah. indeed drag. And I think like, a lot yeah. of the issue with that that could have been fixed uh, with shorter gameplay sections. Right. I think that there was a lot of um, times where you were you would shoot a group of enemies and move to a new area and shoot another group of enemies and that could have happened fewer times so that the narrative beats didn't feel like they were longer than they needed to be so especially i i noticed this well the last time i noticed it was when i when you first arrive in um Santa Barbara as Ellie at that point i was like am i still playing like this is not about to be over yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I felt that the, feeling I of felt like the same that way. whole section. I was like, "This is way longer than it needs to be. Why am I playing this like it's the middle of the game? Like, let me just get yeah. there." Yeah. Um, right. But before that, I had feelings of that, uh, of feeling like there's more gameplay happening here than there needs to be, and yes. there were sections with Ellie um, against the scars where you would kill a group of scars, and then immediately a new group which group would show up. And you would basically be fighting in the same area that you were just in another group of enemies. And I'm like, this feels like really like a slog of having to do this. Like I'm doing the same thing a little too many times. Yeah. I just felt that there were parts of the game where it could have the story could have absolutely ended and I would have been pleasantly happy. Right. Like if the game if the game had ended after you got back to that farmhouse and you went through all that stuff and even even with the the like Joel nightmare flashback thing right if the game had ended there i actually think i would have liked the ending more because it leaves you with the pain that ellie has with some unresolved right. stuff but that's how think, life is i, I think, think that would have been a good ending I don't think it would have gotten the full point across that they wanted to tell. And that is Probably. the sure. point of the revenge is not a path worth pursuing. Right. And that it, it can cost you everything. And it cost Ellie everything. And you have to get to that point where she literally loses everything. Like you said, not just, not just Joel, not just Dina, not just JJ, but her whole connection to all of it. Gone. Yeah. Right. That is, yeah. she reaches her lowest low at that point, and I think yeah, that's and... why it's a better ending there than it would have been before that. Right. I just think it takes a little too long to get there. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, there were points where I was playing the game, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm still not done. Like, there's more. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's a... That's and like that, like, asking you guys. I'm like, what the fuck? And, th- and that's a bad... That's a bad place to feel I, when you're playing I, yeah. a video game. Like, I... Because it makes me feel like I'm not appreciating the time and the effort that they spent building and making this game when I'm like, oh, my God, there's more of it. But it did feel right. like it went on way too long, and even and I think a lot of the issue is that is the pacing of it. Like I said, how there were right. there were stretches of things that went on for a little too long when things long, the beats yeah. could have happened a little closer together. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I remember I had gotten to it was like shortly after I had finished streaming, Mike. Right when we got to the part with uh, Abby. Oh, Abby. And I was like, yeah, yeah. and I was like, man, I got to be pretty close, you know. I got to be pretty close to right. being done. And then yeah. I, I was texting um, Heather, uh, Maverick Gamers, because she was like, oh, we were, tweet- like, yeah, we were tweeting about it. And I was like, ah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to tweet about it because I don't want to spoil anything. And then she was like, well, just text me. So I, we were texting. And she was like, oh, she's like, okay, you're like halfway through the game. And I was like, what do you mean I'm halfway through the game? I've already been playing for like 18 hours. I could not yeah. possibly be halfway through the game. And turns out, right. based on how slow I was playing it, 33 hour, 33 and a half hours. I did search everywhere and look around everywhere because I like to find stuff and smash windows of cars and like look for ammo yeah. and parts and, um, you know, uh, so it's 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 crazy to feel like the game took forever, knowing that part of my playthrough and playstyle also added to the time of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I will also I also want to call out this the accessibility features right at the bat, awesome, loved mm-hmm. it, yeah, thought it was agreed. great, yep. took advantage of it to some extent because um, I changed oh, yeah. I changed my HUD so that it wasn't white text, it was yellow because it looked easier yellow. and it was easier to see stuff, and I also did add the um, the swipe on the touch bar to change the actual whole visibility to like highlight stuff. Because it Same. made it yep. it made it easier to find stuff. Because like there were certain times where like you know just like you were saying earlier, CJ, you you fight like four waves of enemies in the same place, and I'm like, there's gotta be some bullets somewhere on the ground. I just can't see them. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, because I'm I'm Winchester. I have nothing left because I have just killed you know 82 dudes. Um, yeah. You know. And, and so I would turn it on to, like, find stuff. I didn't do it a lot for collectibles because I that that will happen on my second playthrough at this point. But, um, you know, it, it definitely made it easier to find ammo when I was in need of it during fights and stuff. Um, other part that was controversial for people was having to uh, kill dogs in the game. Which, I mean, like, on the one hand, I get it. Dogs are awesome, and I yeah. felt bad about it every, every time I had to. Yeah. But, like... If something's lunging at me, I'm not going to not defend myself. Yeah, I mean, like, like it I mean, might I hate actually to like happen. That, but yeah. And to to say that Neil is a horrible person for putting that in the game is just absurd. Like, right. Well, my thing was, is I was like, yeah, like the first, like, dude, the first dog that came at me, I popped a shotgun out and I blasted that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell no. I ain't doing this. Uh-huh. Um, not like. Much. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, I feel bad because I, because, like, they call the dogs by name. So they really, mm-hmm. again, like, yeah. they do a good job of humanizing, like, characters. Like, characters had names. It wasn't just, like, random 
you know, Scar number two, it was like, Bill, yeah. like, you know, where's the next one? Because um, and then like when I was playing through the different sections, um, I was like, oh, this is where I killed Alice, the dog, because like <laughs> the, oh, no. the dog is still alive right now. And like I'm two hours yeah. before I come through his alley mm-hmm. and fuck shit up. Um, you know, so yeah, people got upset about that, and yeah, I, I don't take pleasure in killing dogs, just like I don't really take pleasure in killing people in a video game if I don't have to. Um, right. But like, That's I did get excited when I get headshots. It's not right. really a game that you're supposed to take pleasure in what's happening. Right. Right. Unless you're a weirdo. And yeah. if you, and to, you know, to Neil's point, he even said, he's like, you don't have to kill the dogs if you don't want to. Like, you don't. You could sneak through most of those sections mm-hmm. and avoid all the enemies entirely. Like, you don't actually have to fight you have if to you fight. don't want to. Right. That said, I very rarely found an opportunity to actually successfully sneak through. Um, I, I'm playing on normal. I just shot everybody. Yeah, because... I mean, I pretty much just smoked everybody because, you know, I had plenty of ammo yeah. i had those proxy bombs which are really yeah. cool i like those a lot because right. i would just like crawl on the ground plant right. one back up and then just like throw <laughs> and then throw a bottle so that they'd go over there and yeah. be like i heard something over here <laughs> like no, it was pretty it was pretty satisfying <laughs> up until the dog came running right as i had oh, planted no, one no, 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 no. and so it blew both of us up and i was like well you know you can't win them all i was Back like you know, this is this is how i die in the real you know apocalypse um but you know so you know that there were multiple ways you could you could uh approach those situations you know obviously there are some parts where like you just don't have a choice like you have to kill the enemies to get through but but it was but you know it it does to some extent give you a choice um while still you know maintaining the story like you said tj like not everybody is good Mm mm-hmm you know, and and that's what I enjoy about the game, right? So like, yeah. I don't sit. I, mean, I don't that's sit there and about say, the first game. yeah. I like. I don't hate Abby. I don't. I don't hate Abby at all. I feel bad for her because, you know, she made a choice that basically, you know, caused everything. And right. And then there's the the yeah. moment in the theater when she's like, you know, I let you live and you squandered it. You killed my friends, right? right? And it's like, yeah. well. But like, what did you expect her to do, right? Like, right. you kill you killed the like her you know surrogate dad that she was in the process of trying to mend the fences with because you see that cutscene at the end of the game where she's like you know maybe I can try and find a way to you know. She says not... I don't know if I can ever forgive you for that, but for I'd that, like yeah. to try. Right, yeah, I'd yeah. like to try, yeah. and he's like you know okay. well I. He you know. tells her he'd do it again and again and again. Well, he yeah, he said he would do it again if he got put in that same situation, and because he's human, right? Yeah. Like because because he's just he's a guy, he's human, right? And you know, and I and I think maybe that that you're right. That's why people get so upset is because they just they want this perfect fairy tale of a story. They like, wanted Joel just... Nelly riding in the sunset. Like yeah, and, and it's, it's just, it's just yeah, not that kind of world. It's yeah, not, that's, that's I, not, it was never going to end that way. I had, a, I had a feeling that Joel was going to die in the game. Same. I did, just not, I like did not expect it to be that way. 
Like, yeah, I think true. I had that same thought too. Like, I avoided all spoilers. Apparently, it was common knowledge before the game came out that Joel's gonna die. Yeah, I didn't yep. know. And Cody kept saying it, and I was like, I don't know. Like, probably because that makes the most sense, but I'm not convinced that that's what's gonna happen. And then right. when we finally got to that scene, I was like, okay, yeah, all right. yeah. <laughs> and it's also kind of sucks too because, like, you know, eat despite Abby literally escaping death because of Joel and Tommy, it's not enough, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not enough to erase the death that Joel has, you know, caused to her. Yeah. Um, you know, she she still kills him, and and that's the thing, right? I I think it's. I think maybe to a point, like the game, you know, and obviously like we, we kind of saw this trend, right? Like Uncharted 4 got pretty dark and The Last of Us was pretty dark. And, you know, The Last of Us 2 is, it's even darker and grittier. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, I think maybe, and I feel like gamers, maybe even people who watch movies, right? Like, we get too attached to the idea that like nothing can happen to the characters we attach ourselves to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, right. Yeah. And 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 again, I fully expected Joel to die in the second one, but I expected him to die in a much. More... I thought it was like a set. He was gonna sacrifice himself or something. Yeah, I figured he'd die in a much more like heroic, heroic. way. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's maybe that's the point, right? Like maybe you know. God, God willing, we ever get the opportunity to have like Neil on the podcast and, and actually talk to him about it and be like, what were you thinking here? You know, how many revisions did you make? Like how many ideas did you guys have for the way that Joel went out? Because I feel like there was right. no way they didn't say there was no way was they weren't like, die. all right, he's dying in the second one. Right. Right. Like, did, yeah. did, I mean, did, Abby's, did, like, yeah. did Abby's story sure, exist? you know, when the first one was written, right? Or did they spend I the next... I, I don't think that Abby herself existed, but I think that I think that they probably came to the conclusion that he was going to die because of that scene. I don't know that they necessarily had it in their heads that it was going to be because of the doctor or because of Marlene specifically, but it was going to be because right. he took Ellie out of the hospital and doomed the world if you believe that the vaccine could have happened. It was going to be because of that. It was, wasn't going to be because of anything he did when he was with Tommy. It was that moment that defined everything. Yeah. I'm on yeah. board with that. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's, 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 um, it's a lot. And you never, yeah. you don't really, um, you know, you're not, it's not like you're going to get an answer specifically. Maybe, right. maybe we would at some point, but. But I, and, and again, I think I think that's I think that's the point, right? Like I think the game is supposed to leave you with a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth, right? Like, mm -hmm. wow, I finished yeah. this game. It's it's you know it's so good. But I feel like there were people at the end of The Last of Us One who were like, "What the hell? Like, you chose to doom mankind right. because you, because you're world. selfish, right? Like because he's selfish." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Last of Us One was that was the same deal with the ending. I think there were a lot no, of people that's what who I'm were saying. upset about that. Yeah, like yeah, it was supposed yeah, to be yeah. one of those things where you're you're supposed to see that from the outside and be like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, right, right. And I feel like you there are like, agree with it. and I I feel like there was somebody I don't I'm gonna paraphrase and I don't remember who I was talking to. Oh, 
I remember. I was talking to somebody at Microsoft um, at a Destiny party um, about the ending of Halo 3, right? Mm-hmm. And it was this oh. idea that, and, and basically he was like, yeah, like we, ba-, you know, and I, again, I don't remember the dude's name, but he was like, yeah, we, we basically made the decision that like the Master Chief dies at the end of three, right? Like he's oh, floating, yeah, he's floating, he's floating off into space. What are the odds that anyone finds him? But it was a good way to like send off the character. And, you know, my guess is under some contractual agreement and obligation that the you know, story was going to 343 or whatever. They needed a way to be able to, like, write him back in and create him again. And I remember being like, what was the motivation? And, and it was like, oh, there was this movie, and at the end of the movie, like, th- everybody dies. Like, all the main characters die. And, like, basically, yeah, like... Yeah, there's no the, hero left. Well, not even that there was no hero left, but, like, the, um... the the Oh, my God, my mic is, like, popping a lot. I'm sorry about it, but... Um, the idea that basically you couldn't escape this like oh, yeah, this, yeah. the story, right? Like it was everything right. was going to catch up to you, and I feel like that's exactly what they did with The Last of Us, right? Like they were like, "Look, totally. this is not going to be a fairy tale ending. It's not necessarily going to end the way people want, but it's going to end the way right. we want it to to get our point across." Mm-hmm. Um, but your actions will always catch up to you. Well, yeah, at some point, like everybody's got to pay the man. I agree. And and and. You know, again, I, I, you know, the 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 real only criticisms I have of the game is that it felt like at the the last half of the game took way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's no, you know, I think it's a, I think the, um, I think there were definitely ways it could have ended maybe slightly before the actual end. But to your point, CJ, you're probably right. It wouldn't have maybe had the effect. Um, right. You know, I I question the I question the need to essentially vilify Tommy, but I also get from that perspective, right? Because we didn't know a ton about Tommy, um, that he's probably pissed, right? His brother got killed. We almost got the person, and then we didn't, right? I don't understand how Tommy survived. I also yes, don't I understand, but I mean, people have been shot in the face before in real life and lived. His eyes stitched up, yeah, so he very much was... he very much yeah. lost his face he yeah. lost his eye yeah, he's he got a fucking eye. limp limp yeah but i mean obviously yeah in that in that situation like how did he actually just survive because it's not like he could have gotten rushed to a hospital yeah he just took a took a round of the face and um, walked it off yeah, yeah. i was surprised when he showed up in that scene i was like what i, yeah, was, I, thought I, was, like, I was like i was like is this a dream is this really happening yeah how same. is he alive because like i just yeah, watched him yeah. get shot in the head yeah yeah I mean, I Gone. felt the same way, but yeah. I was I was I was happy because I was like, oh, thank God, like this other character did. But Jesse dies, right? Like Jesse yeah. takes Jesse takes her around in the face and does not walk it he off. He takes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and that oh that lingering oh. shot on his oh, God. expressionless God. face was yeah. Oh. Yeah. Also, what's God. kind of interesting is so when you first see, when you first get to that scene is Ellie. You just see Abby. When you play it again, like you realize Lev is in the Lev background the, the whole time. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Watching and I and I really I really liked that. I really liked Lev's character. Um, I thought it. I I thought again, 
it added this like additional layer of like people are human and people people have the capacity to change right like you see it you see yeah, it in he gave Owen. Abby more humanity. you see it in owen when he's like i, I just don't want to shoot another scar right like i'm just dumb over right. it yeah. um and then abby starts to realize like why am i doing this she also gets why saved by them um yeah. and you know immediately doesn't think oh i've got to kill you guys because your scars she was like hey that's infected coming like we gotta fight basically like can you right, fight and of go. course like yeah. her arm got all uh messed up but you know that whole that whole section was great like i thought that was awesome mm-hmm. um, Except for that a lot of sequence. fun that's like i said her, her whole arc started there when that that was the moment that things started to change for abby when she got abby. strung up and found yeah. the twins right that's when i was like okay I'm seeing the change in her. I'm starting to really like this character. Yeah, same. Um, I didn't fall in love with Abby. I just, I get it, you know? I understand it. Um, I The other thing, and this, like, I, I'm, I'm kind of, like, chuckling in my head, but, like, the sex scene. Ugh. I don't, I it just. It was too long. That was, that was, it's not, it. that it's really not that it was, it just the I, panned lower than it needed to, and it lasted <laughs> for way longer than I wanted it to. It was yeah. like, you know, there's so many times where scenes like that can be summed up with a nice fade to black. I get that it's cliche, right. but it's like we all yeah. know what happened. Yeah, like we knew what I was don't going need to on. See it. And and again, like I I guess for me, it's like I don't need to see it because like I'm trying to play a video game. Like, if, and I'm not saying like that it's porn, but like if I want to watch porn, I can watch porn. But yeah, like I guess for me, I was just like we. I, I'm I am capable of deducing that the two of them had sex without the need for the whole scene. Yeah. And like understanding why Mel is pissed at Owen and subsequently super pissed at Abby. Despite right, the fact that Owen. they you know, despite everything happening um, you know, with them at the beginning of the game when they killed Joel. Right? Because I also think to some extent that only Abby and Owen really knew what they were all getting themselves into when they went after Joel. I don't know right. that everybody else truly knew I, what was coming. I think I agree with that. And I already said this in our uh, group text, but I'll say it again for the show, for the for the sake of having it all out there. I think that a lot of the issues that Mel had with Abby post the death of Joel was a lot of her uh, projecting her a regret about being there and doing it onto Abby right. and blaming her and saying, this is your fault. You're the shitty person. Not me. It's like, girl, you were there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, and then, and of course, uh, was it Manny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeah, wanted yeah, to man. kill, um, he wanted to kill Ellie, but they were like, no, 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 no. Was no Manny was, was the one up. stopping the guy in the hat. Keep stopping oh, okay. Jacob. Yeah, Jacob's oh, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's like they were like, we're not here for them. We're here for him. Yeah, yeah, know? we're all here for him. Um, yeah. yeah, not them. But yeah, obviously, like they had to watch like him get tortured, as opposed to my guess is they were like, I thought we were just gonna kill him and leave. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I can see that. I think Mel's character is, is more dynamic than she gets credit for too, because. I think for her it's also tough because like she was training to be a surgeon, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she was she was the you know uh, favorite of Abby's dad. 
Well, not even that yeah. she was essentially the medic, but right, like that's her personality. That's who she is, right? She's a life. She also saver. didn't get as much screen time as as you probably needed to really get a right. sense of who she really was. True. Right. Yeah. But I, but you know, of the of what I got, right? Like, you know, she was Abby's dad's most promising surgeon, student, whatever. You know, so you you know that she's this life giver, and so she's probably sitting there thinking like, "We're killing the guy who killed your dad." I don't feel okay with this because, like, yeah, I could have learned more and trained and, and, you know, could have been a dynamic duo of two doctors. But, like, I think maybe her personality was, like, I'm after, right after it happened, you know, probably being like, oh, I don't like this. I don't mm-hmm. like what we've just done. Right. Um, you know, um, and it's, yeah. And, again, I mean, obviously, like, that's just that's the story and it and it set the ball in motion for everything but yeah at the, at the end of the day like i do still you know hold a- a- abby as as totally understandable and justified right like you killed her dad you destroyed the fireflies why wouldn't she come for vengeance but she didn't get it or i mean she did but she didn't right and i think that ellie in the same way just couldn't shake it and you know had to go find her yeah, Abby let it go. Um, Ellie couldn't. And even to that point, right? Like Abby, it basically was like, "There's no more fireflies." But Owen was like, "No, no, no. I, I think there are." You know, and that weird like love oh, triangle yeah. between yeah. Owen and Abby and Mel, and you know, I think, I think Owen's change is is maybe the catalyst that caused Abby to realize. Because I think obviously, oh, like, well, because you know, you know that there's a, there's clearly she found a hope. love in. Well, I don't know if it's she found That's hope, it. but right, there's Mark a love Mark interest Mark between Mark Abby Mark and Owen. It's, I guess. Because she mean, didn't seem to care before they I had. Think their it was, I don't think it was hope so much as just a change in perspective. Oh well, yeah, I guess. Be- more so but that, I also yeah. think that perspective came because of loss, right? Like. You know, she, you know, you find out early on in the game that Mel's pregnant, but you don't necessarily know that Owen's the reason she's pregnant, I don't think. I don't think it's... I think that's fairly obvious. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because they were talking about... uh, You could tell tell by the way they were talking that Abby and Owen used to date. And you can tell by the way they're talking that Owen and Mel are now dating. And so for Mel to be pregnant is just like, well, duh. Who else did it? All right. All right. Well, maybe maybe I just didn't pick up on that initially, but, you know... I'm pretty sure they talk about it when they go scavenging, when he goes to show her Jackson or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I know that it was mentioned, but I, I didn't know if it was, you know, at the time I didn't put two and two together. Um, She gets pissed at him for a little bit. Right. Yeah. But my, so my thing is, I, I think another part of that catalyst is kind of the, the realization that Abby to some extent has lost Owen, right? Like he's alive, but she's lost that connection, which obviously then the whole sex thing kind of, throws a wrench in that because like clearly owen's not over it her to some extent and right you know that's complicated because mel's pregnant and i think you know the rest of them have probably you know left have left it behind um you know the whole joel situation but abby well at you that know, point most of them are dead well, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, but I'm saying just in general, I don't think any of them probably ever expected Ellie to make it back, right? Like when mm-hmm. you know when they first finally like realize she's there, they're like, you know, how many of there are? How many of them of you are there? 
right? Like they don't oh, even yeah. understand because they're like, how did yeah. you find us? Right. You know, yeah, they don't realize that it's just her. They think that she brought an army. Right. And of course, like some of them remember her, some of them don't initially. But, you know, yeah, it's just there's just a lot. And it, and it was dynamic in it. And it, the range. We also just get to, you know, you, you don't have as many. Um, like there were fun moments and there were funny moments, but there weren't as many as I kind of wish there had been with Dina and Ellie. Mm hmm. Like, I right. really was hoping there was a part where you were going through somewhere and there was a pool. And I jumped in the pool and I was like, ah, oh, please tell me there's like a Marco Polo thing like there was in Uncharted. Um, oh, yeah. And there wasn't, and I was a little sad. Um, but there were all these random nods to Uncharted as you played through the game. And I was just, there was there was a part of me that was hoping for a little bit of joy in certain places there where there was. wasn't. Um, maybe not as much as you would hope, but I think yeah. the I think the uh, museum scene oh, had yeah. most of it all right there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The dinosaur, the hats, uh, hats. The, yeah, the spaceship, and the the spaceship, the the recording that he gives her. There was yeah. a lot of joy in that scene. It was probably the happiest moment of the whole game. Mm. Yep. Well, and then the take on me, the guitar part with uh, was Dina. a very good moment. Yeah, yes, which yeah. turns out is not a forced moment. You could actually have skipped that entire scene. Yep. I was reading somebody who somebody who was playing it. They were like, I could have totally walked right by this and missed it. Because they mm -hmm. were like, nothing forces you to go in there and do that yep. part. I play yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really good cover. Yeah. I also really love the guitar, the guitar thing in general. Because... Yeah, it's so good, like, and it's fun because I'm like sitting there playing chords and like playing songs and just, and like all the YouTube so videos people have made, videos. like, it's just really yeah. impressive. Like at the end of the day, it's just impressive. It's just a good story. Like I get that it's gonna send you in directions you didn't want to know, and you're gonna feel things that you didn't want to feel. Ride. But like it's, but it's good. It is good. And I think, like I said, a lot of the issues people seem to have is that they weren't told the story that they wanted or they didn't get to tell their own story. And sure. to that, I say, I understand that a lot of gamers play games to interject themselves into the story and become a part of it and have agency in it. And I think that Last of Us is not that kind of not game. Not that game. Yeah, this if is not Fallout. If you want to tell a story, if you want to be your own hero, you need to play an RPG, you need to play Elder Scrolls yep. or Fallout or something like that. If you want to yeah. be told a story, Naughty Dog is your developer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, because even, um, even Far Cry, right, to some extent gives you some agency to make a decision. But like Fallout yeah. or uh, Mass Effect, right? And you can be, inf fuck, infamous. You can be the villain if you want to be. Mm -hmm. Or you can be the dude. Like, pick... It's your choice. Right. Right. You don't get think, to you, you don't get yeah, to I choose mean, here. It's true. Even outside of RPGs, there's been a lot of of choiceifying of games of you get to you get to pick a path and go down it. And that's not what you've got in Last of Us 2. I think that's what a lot of people wanted. They wanted to be able to pick the path where Ellie just right. slaughters them. And that's not the story that needs to be. Brings Joel back from the dead. Yeah. yeah. Resurrects Joel. Oh, we have gone over time. I mean, we've gone... I mean, it's like 10 minutes over. We started around 5. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but that's... Yeah, and that's... Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, it's, you know... I, I want the people at Naughty Dog 
to know that like I appreciated all of the painstaking effort you've put in over the years to make this game. Oh yeah. Did oh, it yeah. end? Did it Absolutely. end exactly the way I wanted it to? No. But I, it's that's not for but me to okay. decide. That's just for me to enjoy yeah. the ride. And you know, not every movie ends the way I want it to. But like, yeah, when you go into like a 007 movie, you kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, James Bond's gonna win. Um, you know, but that's that's not what happened here, and that's fine. Right. I think Ellie, right. Ellie, Ellie won, but didn't examine how much it cost her for the win. Right. Ferric victory. I stand by it. I. I you know, I and and everyone's like, oh, they've set it up perfectly for The Last of Us Three, and I'm like, well, I guess, mm. but like, do you? But my my question to the audience, and I guess to you guys, is like, I am okay with everything ending right here, right? I am okay. I do not need another story. I do not no. need. Yeah. I want to hope that Ellie moves back to the settlement and like figures a way to to reconnect with dina but like i don't need to find out i do not have a burning desire to see a third game made and maybe make it worse i think that the issue with that is how much how much content is actually there right i don't know what point is another sequel just this story again do you want ellie to go back after abby is it just gonna be the same thing like, right. Or, yeah. I mean, there is potentially a third story to be told, and yeah, it Abby's may be not. As I say, it may not be Ellie's. It may be yeah. Abby's. Abby. Yeah. Like and I could that totally goes see... back to a point that I told I, you may or may not remember this. Cause this is something that I said uh, seven years ago after The Last of Us One came out. I didn't think that Last of Us One needed a sequel in the first place. Sequel. Yeah, I remember. What I what I thought was I knew that it was likely inevitable that Naughty Dog would make another Last of Us game. I didn't think it needed to be a sequel to Last of Us One. I would I had hoped that what we would get was just more of that world with somebody else's story. And to some extent we kind of got that with Abby. Kind of. But it was a little too close to everything else that had happened to be exactly what I was hoping for. Not to say that I hate the game because it wasn't what I hoped it was because obviously I loved it. But I think if there's going to be another Last of Us game, that's kind of where it has to go at this point. I don't think that there's much more of Ellie's story to tell. I think that even telling the rest of it would be a disservice. I think that if there's more, we should just go with Abby. Sure. Or, you know, in in Circa uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, right? You could do a DLC side story... That's just it gives you more of the universe without having to, you know, rewrite or change anything that we already know mm-hmm. and and have. I would be totally happy with that. I am really excited to eventually get a multiplayer element. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hopefully that happens sooner rather than later, especially more over than never. Um, you know, so it, it's. I don't know. I I just I enjoyed the game. I I felt a lot of emotions after finishing it. And honestly, I think for me, I think the biggest emotion was that Joel was gone. Like I think I think I ended the game and literally was like Joel's really gone, right? Because that's mm-hmm. it, right? That's that's that like the story has ended. And Joel is no longer a part of it, right? At the end of T. Lu 1, you had Ellie and Joel. 
Um, they were going somewhere where they could live and be safe. And, and at the end of Tilu 2, I just sit there and I'm like, and I have all this emotion because I was like, Ellie lost her fingers. She can't play guitar anymore. I'm a guitar player. That hurts. That like, that's visceral. And I was immediately like, she can't play the song that Joel taught her. So now there's this other, it's just all this loss. And I, mm-hmm. and I think that that was like the biggest emotion because I was like, this is not what I was expecting. And it, and no matter what happens moving forward, like, let's say they make another game, Joel is not going to be a part of it. I don't and think maybe he was meant to be a part of it. At well, the, the end. by the end of two, I don't think he was ever. Oh, by the end of two. Absolutely. At the end of the story. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm yeah, just saying. But, I mean, his journey was going to be over regardless. Yeah, but like, I think I think the point he's trying to make is like, with Last of Us Two, despite the fact that Joel died at the beginning, the character Joel was still a part of the story throughout. Oh yeah, 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 right, 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 yeah, If we have yeah, a Last right. of Us Three, there's no That's Joel. It. Yeah, there's no yeah. Joel. Yeah, yeah, no more stories to tell. Right, right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, like maybe maybe we That's get fair. something yeah, from Tommy's perspective, fair. but. But yeah, that's my thing. It's like Joel is Joel. Joel, as we know it, is has left the building, Um, right? And and that I think is was like a really really weird feeling to feel because it's a video game character. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't be that attached. But I felt it, which is a good thing, right? It meant that the game evoked emotion out of the player, and that's a good thing. And I think that's what they want, yeah. And I think there's a lot of discussion happening online that's good and bad. Um, you know, I think people, people having to choose Team Ellie, Team Abby, I, I think that that's just the nature of like how we look at stuff. Um, and I don't, and I guess the thing is, is like I don't think that it's wrong to be Team Abby because I totally understand it. I'm just attached to Ellie because despite everything you find out about Abby through the game, I still feel for Abby, uh, for Ellie's character while understanding Abby's plight. Sure, and I mean I'm in the yeah. same spot on yeah. the other side of it. Whereas I mean, honestly, I I wouldn't choose sides, but like gun to my head. I yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think for I, you know, I mean, we can we can dissect it all day long, but like, yeah, I think at the end of the day, right? It just kind of, it, it, I think it comes down to, like, probably a uh, part of like where you associate loss and like how you associate it, right? Like, because the argument right. would be who lost something first, and it's Abby. Abby. Right? Like, Abby lost tangible things first. Ellie lost an idea. Ellie lost a cause. Right. Right? Um, And, you know... But, yeah. But it was... And it was frustrating, too, because watching the scene where Tommy shows up and then, you know, you're packing up your stuff and Dina's like, where are you going? And she was just like, I can't let it go and i was like and i remember being like come on ellie like, yeah that's oh yeah gotta i was just... totally on dina's side in that whole scene yeah, yeah. Like, dude yeah, yeah. just let it go you gotta let it go i was like no good comes from this yeah and now you know of course uh jj get that name jj mm-hmm. which do you think it's joel jesse or jesse joel who's who assumes that it's not jerry jerry mm, okay <laughs> abby's dad yeah. is named jerry Fair enough. We can't assume that he is not a part of this. I tweeted, I retweeted a Neil Druckmann tweet and put that in with a screenshot. And I was like, yeah, Dr. Jerry Anderson. Because um, I'm like, you know, the J might not be Joel or Jesse. Could be Jerry. There's no reason to believe that it's not. 
I mean, there's no reason to believe either there's, way, right? I think it's it becomes kind of whatever you it becomes whatever you want. But I did think as that whole scene was unfolding, I'm like, they named the kid Joel, and then of course it was JJ, and I was like, oh, well, I guess it's Jesse Joel or Joel Jesse, probably Jesse Joel. So I feel like Jesse Joel hey, Ricky has a, Bobby, it, yeah, it rolls off Ricky the tongue Bobby. better. He's um, got two first names. Um, but, yeah, I also, there was a part of me that was like, maybe Dina was the voice of reason and was like, I want to name him Jerry. I don't know that anybody would have known what I his don't dad... I they the, knew his no, name. No, I don't think anybody knew what no. the dad's name is, but no. the point is, we know it. So we now have to throw that into the wrench. <laughs> you know? Maybe it was Joan, right? They just well, spelled it funny. Joan. Jell? Joe and Mel, I don't know. Just put names together. We'll just um, throw up a, a poll or something. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Um, I, my assumption would be that it's Jesse Joel, but, you know, that's... I'm so, but, you know, could have just been Bill. Where's Bill? Where's Bill in all but of his this? Name's, but his name's... Bill is back in Billstown, just billing it up. <laughs> Billstown. Just... Chilling like a villain, um, yeah. So, so yeah. Thanks, Naughty Dog. Appreciate it. It was fun. I, I, you know, have enjoyed the ride. Enjoy the ride. And uh, yeah, I mean, if by some chance y'all ever want to come on the podcast and talk Last of Us stuff with us, we would be happy no. to have you. Yeah, I would never say no. Um. But, uh, yeah, I mean, unless you guys have anything else to add. You guys said it pretty much I think, nail I think on the head. hit the nail on the head yeah, over and yeah, over. Yeah, over <laughs> yeah. and over, yeah. <laughs> Revenge is a dish best served cold. Wait, that was Denzel Washington. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's, I mean, that's episode 104. This has uh, been our Last of Us 2 spoiler. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed it. Uh, we'd love to hear what you thought of the game. You can tweet us at the DG cast. You can tweet me at. So after I said, Mike, I don't know what your Twitter is anymore. You know what? See, it's there. Go ahead. Follow me. Let's talk about last. I need other thoughts, inputs for one time. You could follow me <laughs> for the one time, but then after the conversation's over, unfollow. Then, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm following. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> God. Uh, CJ Erkament at Erkament E R K I M E T Perfect. Not Kermit. If not you look that Kermit. up, you may or may not find me. I don't know. I don't know oh how my the search function works on Twitter. God, that's hilarious that you made your icon Kermit. Icon Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that. Oh my god. Um Anyway, so yeah, it's been episode 104. Really appreciate you guys listening, tuning in. Uh, if by some chance this finds its way into the hands of a Naughty Dog employee and they want to listen to it and share it amongst the uh, the team, please do. And seriously, I appreciate the game. I appreciate all the work you guys did. Um, you know, th these types of games are not easy to make, and I think there's a lot of criticism <laughs> being a game developer and the you know the pressures on uh, to deliver and I think you guys nailed it. So, agreed. That's that's all I gotta say. But until next time, we will catch you. Oh.